Hello, this is Patty Davis. I'm a psychic medium and intuitive, and I'm coming to you from Humboldt County, which is in Northern California, where the redwood trees meet the ocean. Aloha, my name is Jude Lynch, and I am a psychic intuitive energy healer, hailing from the island of Kauai, the garden island of the Hawaiian island chains. Welcome to Spirit Speakers Podcast, where we meet to discuss a variety of topics from two different psychic vantage points. Hi, and welcome to our episode on premonitions. This is Patty, and today we are talking about premonitions, about precognition, about future vision and seeing into the future. And they've done studies on this, and it's believed that everyone has the ability to see into the future, and we just all do it at different degrees. And there's lots of ways that this can happen. This can happen through dream state. We can have prophetic dreams, lucid dreams, where we actually get to experience what we are seeing happening in the future. We can get visions. We can be told, hear things, hear voices. We all get our psychic abilities in different ways, and our premonitions can come similarly in the same way that our intuition works. So what we'd like to touch on is how to recognize a premonition, how to know when you should take it seriously or not, how to know when it's just your mind making something up or if it's a specific psychic hit, and what to do with that information once you get it. Now, Jude and I both get premonitions, and being psychics, we both tend to read the future for people. There's a lot of questions on whether that's the correct thing to do because sometimes energy changes. Jude, what's your experience or opinions on that? For me, even though I do feel like I have abilities in being able to see what is coming into being or seeing the trajectory of one's life, the theme of what's coming up ahead for them, I'm not as open about reading the future as Patty is. I think Patty's really gifted with being able to see the future, a lot braver when it comes to sharing that information. But both her and I understand that we are free-willed beings. And even though we're given a potential of where things are going, we can make choices that could shift our potential future. We're all collectively doing that, in fact. So not only can we make things change just for ourselves, we can make things change globally if everybody wants to start making different choices, raising their frequency, setting better intentions, we can shift and create a better reality, not only for ourselves, but collectively. You know, the future, I 100% believe that people can have the ability to see what may be unfolding in the future, but it's tricky. It's a little tricky. It's not always guaranteed. Sometimes it's mind-blowingly accurate, and sometimes it's close to what you see and sometimes it doesn't even happen at all. So I'm going to be curious about what Patty's personal experience with that has been and sharing what my experiences are and see how they compare, really. Patty, I know that you've always been a bit more comfortable with sharing future predictions. And I've talked to you in the past because even though I would get hits about the future, I felt like it was more few and far between, and I wasn't as fine-tuned to that specific frequency. 
Now, when it comes to specific psychic gifts, I think it's like tuning your radio dial. It's like you're kind of getting it. It's not clear. You're kind of adjusting it as you go. And eventually you hit a sweet spot where you know that that is the frequency that you're working with to get a specific type of information. At least that's how it's been in my psychic reality. And I've only really started getting attuned to what reading the future feels like and tastes like and smells like to me as a psychic. I've asked Patty in the past what her specific experience is with it and where she's receiving that information, how it comes in, what does it feel like. So Patty, I think that'd be interesting if you shared what that was like for you. Okay. Thanks, Jude. Most of the time, premonitions are not something that most of us just pull up on demand. It's something that just pops in. And it's kind of the same way for me when I'm doing readings. I'm asking for specific information. And because you and I do this, you know, and we have this gift and we do this regularly, we can demand it a little more than people that are not as practiced. However, there are times when the future will just come in so clearly and so specific that I can't not share it. And I do sometimes think that I shouldn't predict the future as much as I do, but if the information is just coming, it's hard not to share it. I had one client that came in years ago who was waiting to meet a man. It's almost as if I saw this vision play out I saw her meeting the sky. I told her what he looked like. And I said, I think his name is Derek. And I'm like, and this is funny. One of your first dates is he's going to ask you to go into the city, into San Francisco with him. And we kind of giggled. And as she was walking out to the car after the reading and I was waving goodbye to her, a voice in my head said, it's Eric, not Derek. And I shouted, hey, his name's Eric, not Derek. And we both laughed it off and it was pretty funny. And then I got a text from her about two months later that said, I met a guy. His name is Eric. And guess where he just invited me on a date? We're going to San Francisco. So there are times like that when it's just really specific and right on. And then there have been times when I haven't been correct. So one thing that I'm really poor at is predicting the sex of babies that are going to be born. Now, I have been right occasionally, but that's something I try really hard not to predict because it's hard for me. And that can even change. I had one client who was a local woman that I was sure she was having a girl. She was sure she was having a girl. Everybody she saw said, oh, it's a girl. My daughter said, oh, it's definitely a girl. My daughter and I ran into her in town several months later, and I looked at her and I said, oh my gosh, it's a boy. And my daughter said, it changed. It's a boy. And she said, I know. It's not a girl anymore. It's a boy. And it was just funny because we were all so sure it was a girl, and then it instantly the energy changed into a boy. So even the sexes of babies can change. And I think oftentimes when people have an ultrasound and they see a little penis there and they're sure they're having a boy, and then all of a sudden it's born as a girl, sometimes things change. And if the sex of a baby can change, you can imagine how easily other things can shift and change. A lot of times when through dreams, I've had premonitions. Jude, remember years ago, I had a dream that you were eating a bunch of chocolate cake and I called you and told you about it. Oh my God. And we're like, well, that's random. (laughs) You sent me this text message randomly in the afternoon and we're like, are you eating chocolate cake or something? And I was like, no. And I'm thinking of all the cake flavors, chocolate is my least favorite. So if I was eating cake, it certainly would not be chocolate. I would have gone for vanilla or anything else. (laughs) And then a few hours later, I was eating dinner at our friend's house and they brought out a surprise chocolate cake for him for his birthday. 
And I was about halfway through the cake and I think I spit it out on the table like, oh my <laughs> God. And everyone's looking at me like, what? And I was like, bleeping Patty. <laughs> like, I think I cussed because I was so like, you are unreal. Like I can't even, I had not had cake in like a year probably. Yeah, that's hilarious. Now you, on the other hand, have a pretty good track record with picking baby sexes. Are you able to admit that? I have had a pretty good track record with it, to be honest with you. Like I said, I'm not very comfortable with reading the future, but little babies' souls come in and speak to me before they incarnate when they're in the belly and outside the belly and give me messages. And I've been right so far. It's not like I've had a ton of them, but... Yeah, I'm not good at picking the sex. However, I can tell when someone's about to get pregnant because that little baby spirit will be hovering just above her shoulder. And I'll be like, well, if you don't want to have kids, you really need to be on it with birth control because there's a spirit really close. Do you see that, Jude? Sometimes I do. And I say the same thing. Sometimes I'll feel like the womb is really ripe and ready Mm -hmm. to have a baby in it. Like it's almost prepping energetically to hold space for a little child spirit. Yeah, I do sometimes see spirits hovering and sometimes I just see clinically, there's a difference. Like I see a clinical baby, like fetus in body. And sometimes I'll get that image. And then within a fairly short amount of time, a few of those women have actually gotten pregnant and they had no intention of doing that. So yeah, interesting. That's fascinating. So to go back, you asked me how I get premonitions, how they come to me. And I've said on earlier podcasts that I get things in several different ways. I'm not just visual or just pick things up sensory wise. I get things in a combination of ways. So I get things in dream state a lot. I'll get information for clients and I'll just have to text them the next day and be like, so I'm supposed to pass this information on. I remember one of my biggest ones before I actually started really practicing psychic abilities was that I was living in Colorado and my brother was in California, my younger brother. And I had a dream that he was jumped by a bunch of men in helmets. And I called my mom and I said, I had this dream that Stephen was jumped by all these men in helmets. And I assumed it was a motorcycle gang or something. And later on that same day, he and his friend went over in a car, a rival high school. There was a football game that they were playing against them that evening. And they went over and they were yelling out of the car and the coach had the team run after the car and they actually caught my brother's car and he of course stopped the car and they flipped the car over with my brother in the car. He was actually jumped by a bunch of young men in football helmets that the next day after I had the dream, I just assumed that they were motorcycle gang people. So I get things in dream state. When it comes in dream state, it's extremely vivid. It's very real. It's very lucid. It has a little bit of a different essence than some common dreams. I also sometimes will just hear a whisper in my ear. I'll just be driving and get a hit of something. I'll just feel anxiety coming on or I have this weird feeling in the pit of my stomach. So for me, it comes in many different ways. So for those of you out there, it can come with vivid dreams that just feel very real or reoccurring dreams, dreams that happen over and over night after night, or you may get up and go to the bathroom and get a drink of water and come back and that dream picks back up again. It can be associated with physical symptoms. And if you're an empath, that really comes into play. Again, that could be a feeling of anxiety, a feeling of nauseousness, a feeling of unease. And it tends to come in stronger when we're dealing with our loved ones, our partner, our spouse, our best friends, our children. 
usually the people that we are the closest to are the people that we are more apt to pick up premonitions or precognition information about. So Jude, have you had experience with any of that with dream state or how did premonitions come in for you? You know, unfortunately, I've not been one to predict things through dreams. And that seems like the most common way that I hear people tell me if people have intuitive or psychic abilities, the first thing they'll say is I have these dreams and they come true. I'll predict things through my dream state. And I can't remember one time in my entire life that I ever had a dream that I was like, oh my goodness, that played out just like it did in the dream. So that has never happened to me. (laughs) And I, yeah, it is interesting. Um, Also, as far as premonitions go, I've had a huge block with it for many, many years. Even though I considered myself very psychic, I always perceived my gifts to be anything that is currently happening or has already happened in the past. Like I can read the past, past lives, going back through all kinds of things very easily. And I think it's because my gift is really in seeing in shadow. So trauma and things that have already happened tend to be the things that I'll see. But as I've been getting further along in this work, I've been really asking, asking for the gift, asking for that to open up for me. Now, in the past, I wouldn't call it premonition, but I would have the thing where I knew when my friend's partner was cheating on them. Of course, you know, I'm not going to say anything because I can't prove it and I don't know. It's just a vibe. It wasn't a premonition. I just felt like I picked up the energy of something that was currently happening. And so in the future, when it came out, I was like, oh, I knew that was happening or I knew that this person was up to no good. But I don't think that was a prediction, even though it took time for that unveiling of the truth. When I had come over to Kauai from fleeing the Big Island, as I shared with you on the last podcast, when I landed here, I was really asking the universe, like, I really, 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 really want to read the future. I really want to know what that feels like. I had no idea for certain what that felt like and how I would recognize if I was seeing something coming in on a future timeline. So when I landed here, the friends that had opened their house up to us, as a thank you, I gave them readings. And the first person I gave a reading told me the day I landed, he was like, so I just swept out this old church that had been taken over by drug addicts and drug users, and it was really dirty. And I went there and swept it out. Will you go over to this church with me and tell me what you think about it? Or if you're picking up bad vibes, you know, if I needed to kick any (laughs) bad entities out of the space or whatever, I think that's really what he wanted me to go there and look at. So I went over there not really expecting much and was met with many spirits who had a lot to say about what was about to happen. And essentially I told this person, spirit is telling me, get ready it's about to happen so fast, your head is going to spin. And I said, there's an entire network of spirits that were going to support this movement that he was making to help save his community. And, you know, his jaw was on the floor the whole time. And I'm thinking, this is crazy. I've never told somebody what was about to happen. I actually tend to stay away from that. But as Patty said, when it comes in so clear and so vivid, you cannot not say something. Here I am telling this person this future timeline of what was about to unfold for him. And 
as soon as I got done with the reading and left with my husband, I looked at him. I was like, I can't believe I just said that to him. Like, I'm going to feel terrible if this doesn't happen. I mean, not only did I tell somebody the future, but it was like an amazing future. And I'm telling you the next day he got donated a large sum of money to fund fixing up that church for the community. And then within a month, he had tens of thousands of dollars handed to him to elevate that space into a state-of-the-art facility for the community. And less than two months after the fact, he had one of the biggest celebrities that we even know of landing there on their Instagram. I'm waking up and there they are with 60,000 likes in the morning from this celebrity and who knows how many it has now. I mean, it literally happened so fast. It blew everybody's mind. And I was sitting there like, oh my gosh, I can finally read the future. (laughs) And (laughs) since that point in time, I've been feeling it coming in more and more. And I don't know how to discern for you exactly how it feels with the exception of there's something higher in frequency about it rather than reading the past kind of has like a, I don't want to say lower frequency, but yeah, it kind of has a lower frequency. And then when I see things in the future, there's almost like this excitement and this lift and this airiness to the way I will feel the energy come in. And that's how I know that I'm seeing the future. Also, the past tends to come in through one side of my peripheral and the future comes in on the other side is another thing that I've noticed. So Patty, does that happen with you too? I was going to share that after you were done talking that, yes, I see things in different places and we've talked a little bit about that in past podcasts, but I do see the future. It does have a different energy, a different frequency to it, and it does seem to come in a different space than other things. And Jude, you've been reading me for years and a lot of that has been helping me make future decisions. And so for you, I think that it might just be a confidence thing because there's a lot of responsibility that comes along with telling people what's going to happen in the future. And it can be a little frightening. And for me, my father, who was extremely psychic, 98% of his abilities were telling the future. That's what he did all day long, was predict who was going to show up, who was going to call, what the weather was going to do, what the score of the ball game was going to be. So when I was being raised, I assumed that that's pretty much what psychic abilities, that's what that was, was it was all precognitive. So for me, since I grew up with that, I think I'm just a little bolder than you are with telling the future. But another thing is that Premonitions can be a little frightening. Sometimes we can get premonitions on wonderful, amazing things happening to people that we love and care about. And other times we can see illness or a car accident or something frightening happening. And then the big decision is on what to do with that information. And when you start to realize that it is consistent, that it's associated with some physical sensations or some anxiety, then it is important to pay attention to it. And from there, I always ask spirit, am I supposed to pass this information on? What am I supposed to do with this information? And then I have to be able to tap in and trust that answer so that I know how to proceed with that. And for me, one of the main reasons that led me to working with a teacher many, many, many years ago was that I would be worried about my children going on a field trip or going away for a weekend. And I wasn't sure if that was just a mother being a worry wart or if this was a psychic premonition 
and something that I should pay attention to. So for me, working with a teacher for many, many years helped me to really discern what was a psychic hit and a true premonition and what was just my monkey mind or me being worrisome for some reason because I wasn't confident about the situation and being able to trust it and then make decisions based on that. You know, what's interesting, a number of years ago, I was visiting my family on the East Coast, and I thought it would be fun if we hired a psychic to do a group reading. And really, it was kind of my way of warming them up to the idea, because I hadn't really come out of the closet as a psychic to them yet. (laughs) And uh, it all backfired, and nobody could go. Nobody could participate. So they ended up sending me to go see the psychic, and I was kind of laughing laughing the whole way there. Like, I'm not the one that needs to see a psychic. (laughs) And the first thing the psychic said to me when I walked in is, well, you're really psychic. What are you doing here? And, uh, (laughs) and I'll be honest, I went in there with a real big skeptical energy. I was just like, you know, I don't know. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. I couldn't read the future or so I perceived that to be my truth. So I was skeptical that this woman would be able to read the future. And she proceeds to tell me about 10 things that are going to unfold in the next year for me. And all of them had an air of negativity around them. Every single one. And I was getting like madder and madder by the minute that I was sitting with her. I was just like, how dare you just plant these seeds of negativity? Like what? So I can simmer with this and be paranoid about the people in my life or manifest something that I don't really want to happen. And so when I left her office, I immediately just threw everything she said out the window because going to see a psychic She wasn't the type of psychic who was telling me things that I already knew. She was a psychic that was there to read the future, to tell me things that I had no frame of reference for, that I had to just listen to what she was going to say and then see if these things unfolded. But the funny thing is, is my mind went to the worst case scenario of every single thing she said. So if she said one of my friends was going to betray me, my head immediately went to well, what friend is it? And what is the worst portrayal that they could possibly do? So my head went into, like you said, as a mother is a worry war, am I being too intense about what I think it is? Because when we feel something that feels uneasy or unsafe, we want to go into that worst case scenario, panic mode, I think sometimes. Well, what ends up happening is every single thing that woman told me came true on the timeline in which she said, I mean, she was to the point of in September, this is going to happen. In October, that's going to happen. In November, this is going to happen. Yes. But every single thing was, like I said, a little bit negative. We were going to lose a lot of money. One of my friends was going to betray me. I would butt heads with somebody in my family. You know, it was just in, she kind of gave these details and timelines. Well, everything ended up playing out. It was unpleasant, but it was not near as bad as my mind played it out to be. And I didn't even accept that this woman had actually foreseen the future until the thing actually happened. Something played out and I would catch it and be like, oh my gosh, that woman told me that this was going to happen. This is what it is. It's not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it is what it is. And then the next month would happen. And then the same thing over and over again until every single thing this woman told me came true. So also when reading the future, I mean, I think it's really hard. You're kind of giving vague details. I don't think you can be so precise that 
or I don't know, Patty, I know you've read the future for me and been like, there's going to be this person. They kind of look like this. You'll recognize them because of this particular thing. And then I would see that person manifest and that situation manifest, but it never plays out the way I imagined it when you told me, yet it was still exactly what you said. Yeah, that's it's interesting, Jude, because that kind of feeds in with what we were saying earlier about how energy changes and the future can change. Because the future can shift accordingly to how you perceive things or how you're manifesting things that may sound a little bit different than what you were given by the psychic. So that is really interesting. And one thing I want to say to you about this with the negative premonitions on what she was predicting for your future. We've talked a lot in our podcasts about having control and setting intentions on what we want. I have no interest whatsoever in telling a client that they're going to get into a car accident or that they're going to get cancer or that something terrible is going to happen. I set really strong guidelines that my clients leave feeling better than when they came in. And so I don't get that type of negative information. I get all the yummy positive stuff. For instance, I will get things where spirit's saying that you need to pay a little more attention when you're driving or be a little more present, or I'm picking up on a hot spot in your thyroid area. You might want to get that checked. So I get things like that. And I feel like those are ways that I'm passing on premonition information that's helpful without scaring somebody and having them manifest a car accident or something. Because if this is one of the times that I'm incorrect and I tell someone they're going to get in a horrible car accident, they're going to be carrying that around with them. And then there's a chance that they can manifest that happening. So there's a huge responsibility with passing on information. And that's why for most of us, if you stick with passing on information and premonitions to people that you are close to, that you love, that you care about, and again, asking if it's important to pass on that information, those are really good guidelines to follow. Because like you said, having someone predict a negative year is some heavy shit to carry around. Oh, I was so upset about it when she said that. I was like, this lady's a kook. (laughs) But she actually was probably one of the best precognitive psychics that I've ever actually sat with. I have foreseen something negative manifesting with a client. And in fact, Patty and I both shared a client and Patty and I did not talk about what we saw in the reading until after our shared client said, oh my gosh, Jude saw the same thing and it was negative. But I think where Patty and I come from is we're saying we see the potential of something very negative manifesting and we are trying to empower you to make a choice or make a decision or clear the energy so said thing does not manifest. Because I believe the way we hold our energy is a frequency that we emit that manifests our reality. If we're collecting a lot of a specific energy or negative energy, that is going to co-create a negative thing to happen. So what we can do is clear that energy out of our auric field or clear that energy out of our energy body so the thing doesn't manifest. Maybe this would be a good time to say that since we've been doing this podcast, there have been several people that have had a reading with me and a reading with Jude, and we never, ever, ever share that information prior. Half the time, we don't know that the other person's seeing the same person. But for us, we would much rather discuss it afterwards and see where we were similar than um, discuss it before and have an easier reading or cheat just throwing that out there. Right. I think that's valid. I wonder if our clients wonder if we just 
discuss it. But I think some of our clients are really good about not telling that they're going to get a reading from the other one. It is pretty uncanny when I have read somebody that sat with Patty and they'll be like, Patty said the same thing. Patty said the same thing. It, it makes yeah. me feel really good as a psychic. Yeah, that honestly. happens to me a lot too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we might use just a little bit of different terminology, but we'll be talking basically about the same thing. It, it'll be the same thing. And, and then those are the people that I call you afterwards and say, we saw the same thing. We don't sit and discuss every single one of our clients with each other. But- no, definitely not. It always makes me feel way more validated. I'm just like, okay, I'm on point. (laughs) I know validation is a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) So if you are wanting to develop your ability to have premonitions and see into the future, there are a couple things that you can do. And again, this isn't something that we can always call up on demand. It's things that just pop in oftentimes. However, you want to trust those and pay attention to them and ask about them. You can open up to them more by quieting your mind, by allowing yourself to tap into subtle messages that are coming in. When we're just going through the day and we're busy, it's hard for us to tap into that subtle information that's coming in. So by meditating and finding quiet, you will improve your ability to tap into premonitions. It's also a wonderful thing to keep a dream journal right next to your bed and jot down notes if you wake up after a dream. And you don't want to ever ignore any of your gut feelings. There are are a lot of us empaths out there that deal with anxiety. However, if your ears start ringing, if anxiety starts coming up, if you start feeling nauseous, if the temperature changes drastically, it's important to pay attention to all of your senses because you may be getting information in a different way than you're expecting. Right. Sometimes it's not just a clear sentence that you're hearing. It's like you're picking up clues based on the sensations you're getting in your physical body is what you're saying. Yeah. I walk around all day. I often think that if there were secret cameras on me, how funny that would be. Because I'll just be like climbing up the ladder to paint the ceiling and be like, wait, what? Because a ghost will show up or like, what was that? (laughs) You know, who was that? Well, you know, when I'm getting little bits of information all day long and I tend to end up talking to my dogs, did you hear that? What was that? Or saying things out loud. It's pretty funny. I do the same thing. I'm like always catching things and looking at things that people will be talking to me and I'll just turn my head to go look at a spirit that walked by and then go right back into the conversation. Maybe they don't catch it, but I'm just like, somebody just walked by, but I don't tell them every time I see it. So I think part of the reason you're gifted with the future premonition is because you have that way of direct knowing, which is something that I'm still developing. The only times that I have had clear hits and watched things unfold as I saw in the future was because spirit or an entity or a spirit had come and given me this message. Like it was either their spirit guide or their loved one tells me what's going to happen or with the sexes of the children or when they're going to be born or if somebody's going to get pregnant. It's because the actual spirit of the child comes in and relays that information to me. So the direct knowing thing, like you knew Eric, San Francisco date coming in the future, like unless a spirit came and told me that directly, I don't know if I would be able to see something like that. I think it's the same information. It's just that we're perceiving it differently. Yeah. And I think sometimes spirits talk to me in addition to direct knowing where for you, I think most of the time it's higher frequency beings giving you information. Right. We should probably touch on deja vu a little bit. In case you're not aware of what deja vu is, 
We all know what that is. It's when an event takes place right in front of you and you just feel like, whoa, this has happened again. I've been here before. And I feel like it comes a couple different ways that it can come that you actually had a premonition of this moment coming that you just didn't pay a lot of attention to at the time, or that there's been an emotional attachment or a sensory attachment to this that you may have had in the past, in a past life, or even in the same life where that sensory information is being called up again. But a lot of times, if you're a person that gets deja vu fairly regularly, there's a good chance that you are pretty precognitive and should pay some attention to that. Do you experience deja vu very often, Jude? I go through phases of deja vu where I'll get a lot of deja vu for a couple days or a week, and then I won't get it for a long, long time. And then I'll hit a point where I'm getting a lot of deja vu. And what's interesting for me what I notice is I tend to get more deja vu when I'm in a very high stress chapter or high stress point in my life. And I feel like the deja vu for me settles me immediately in that I'm exactly where I need to be and everything is unfolding exactly as it should. That's what deja vu gives me. When I experience deja vu, it feels like I have one foot in two different timelines. Like I'm either one step ahead or one step behind it and just catching it or just behind it or just ahead of it. I like your theory too. I mean, I'm not 100% sure what it is. It's just my personal experience with deja vu. I do feel like that sense of familiarity is just me remembering an infinite cycle that has already happened and that I am just catching it. Are oh, getting, I like that. Yeah. And now this happens every once in a while where something is happening and I remember having a vision of it many years ago, but I never recalled having that vision throughout the years. Like, so let's just say five years ago, I had a vision of something that's happening right now. I don't think about it for five years the event unfolds and then it'll click and it's like a reverse deja vu, if you will. Well, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I remember five years ago when I was over here, I had a vision of this right now. It's just that I didn't know five years ago that that was a vision of something that was going to unfold in the future. I thought maybe I was like daydreaming or just imagining something. And then I watched it unfold. That's happened to me a handful of times. And it's usually at a very significant or poignant moment, something important is happening. And I'll be like, oh my goodness, I remember knowing this was going to happen. And here I am doing it. Yeah, the timeline's really interesting where something can happen immediately, something could happen in a week, a month, a few years. I remember we had new windows put in the back of our house and I was mowing the yard and I thought, wow, it would really suck if I hit a rock and it blew out that window. Two minutes later, I hit a rock, it flew out of the lawnmower and cracked that exact same window. And I'm like, damn it, why didn't I pay attention to that? So it's interesting how you never know what the timeline, if it's going to happen immediately, in a week, in a month, in a few years, but you want to pay attention to it. I could have avoided replacing a brand new window if I would have just paid attention to that rock. <laughs> right. But then you're just like, what a silly thought. Like you're not going to, you know. I know. Yeah. But here's the thing too, and we've talked about it. Are we manifesting or are we predicting the future? So- uh. Good right. question. Yeah. That's where it gets tricky because, for example, a number of years ago, I had this fear about getting in a car accident. And the fear kept building up and building up. I would ha have these visions of smashing into this other car. Eek. You're right. And I remember even having that head trip with myself like, stop imagining that you're going to manifest it. 
Or why am I seeing that? Is it because I'm predicting it? You know, I, I would get in those head spins about it. And sure enough, I ended up getting in a really bad car accident, mm-hmm. like right at the peak of all of that. Looking back, I'm like, did I manifest that? Or did I predict that happening? Or are they one in the same? You know? Right. So what do you do with that information? If you have fear and you're wondering if it's a premonition, you know, you can't never drive again. You just need to be really aware and put a little bubble of safety around you and set some intentions of safety and clarity on the road and try to do what you can to shift that energy. I think that we are premonitioning something that we are manifesting. Like I had probably gotten my energy so out of balance, it had gotten so thick that I was beginning to see it before it actually came into being. If I had enough mind at that point in time, I could have been clearing that energy out of my auric field and avoided that situation unfolding. So I think they kind of go hand in hand, manifestation and premonition. Yeah, that's true. That is interesting. Okay. Well, when it comes to premonitions, we're having them all day long. It's just simply our intuition kicking in on a higher level. Our ancestors use their intuition to keep themselves safe, to survive when they were being chased down by predators, to know when it was safe to go out and safer to stay in. And we use our intuition to keep us safe. And oftentimes that has to do with precognitive information coming in that we are listening to. So the next time you go to grab your phone just as it starts, to ring or you think of somebody and you turn the corner and there they are, pay attention to that and pay attention to the energy around that, the frequency of that, the feelings of that, so that when it comes to something bigger and a little more important, you'll be able to understand whether it is a true premonition that you need to pay attention to or something that's just a fleeting worry or concern. I do the, I think of somebody and they call me or text message me or hit me up all the time. It's almost a joke. My next message is, I was just thinking of you. Is that premonition though? Or am I just telepathically picking up that they're thinking of me in that moment? (laughs) Aren't those one and the same though? I'm not sure. I do the same thing. I'll think of a client like, oh, I wonder how Sonsa was. And then they'll call for an appointment or text me and I'll be like, oh, I was just thinking about you. And I'm thinking, they probably think that I just say that all the time. So I sound psychic. Um, <laughs> that's what I think too. I think that they yeah. think oh, I'm she's just saying that. that. No, but I, I legitimately know. do think of people. I know, me too. I'll be I, like, oh no, I'm going to hear from them. And sure enough, they'll call the next day and want an appointment or check in or something. Yeah, it's interesting. So telepathically, we are reading someone's mind that they're thinking about calling us, but then we're also knowing that they're going to call us, which is a premonition of the future. So I think all the psychic abilities tend to braid in and weave in together. And sometimes it's hard to pinpoint exactly what's happening. That's what I mean by it being tricky. It's like we're either right behind it, right ahead of it, or swimming in circles. It's, you know, I think that premonition, precognition, future reading, future vision, it is a tool. It's not guaranteed. We can't hang on it. We can't depend on it. We can't hold it against a psychic if they said they saw something and it didn't come out or unfold the way they said. It's just a tool. It's something for consideration. That's great. Jude, one place that you're really strong with premonitions is when it comes to global energy. Would you tell us a little bit about that? I hope that I'm strong with it. I have had some very intense visions of what is going to happen in the future for the planet. I've been having these visions for many years. And at first, when I started having the visions, they made no sense to me 
or not that they didn't make sense, that I just couldn't see that things would unfold in the way that I saw them. And as the years went by and we get further down our development consciously, the technology of the planet and the politics of the planet and how everything is kind of unfolding, I'm sitting here now being like, holy smokes, it's actually happening. I'm literally watching this unfold day to day, month by month, as we get closer and closer, that I feel more confident about what it is that I feel like is going to happen globally on the planet than I did 15 years ago when I first saw the visions. Yeah, you're so tapped in there. You've shared things with me over the years that are definitely coming to fruition. It's really crazy. So when I first had some of these visions, I was almost ashamed of even having them. Like I didn't even tell people about them for the first couple years. And I remember even the first couple times I told people, it was very hard for me to even just put it past my lips. And I had to tell some very close and trusted friends to even feel comfortable with it. You know, I know they're not attached to whether or not I was right or wrong, but it made me feel a little bit kind of crazy that I was seeing this very big and profound thing for the planet happening. I could even look at it and say, this seems really far-fetched. But, you know, like I said, the further along we go, the more tangible this is looking to me. That's great. Yeah, it's uncanny how much validation there has already been about some of the premonitions you had with what's happening globally. And Jude has this amazing ability to connect with other dimensional beings that bring her information. And we're going to talk about that more in future episodes. You're going to want to tap into that one. It's pretty amazing. Well, the last thing that I would like to talk about, Jude, is the roosters. Do you want to tell us about the roosters? In case you're wondering if one of us has a rooster ghost that's hanging out with us. Because you hear roosters in the background. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Kauai has a rooster epidemic. And I just so happen to live, the way my house sits, it's like I can see the ocean and then the land raises, 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 and I'm far back a few miles. But you can hear every rooster, every bird, every dog, every cat, every ambulance from here to the coast. (laughs) And there are thousands of roosters. I went and visited Jude and she told me to bring earplugs and I'm like, why? And she's like, for the roosters. And I had no idea. They wake you up at the crack of dawn. They're so loud. It's hilarious. And so when I listen back to these podcasts, there's always this little rooster sound. It's very sweet and soothing, but it's just funny. And so I wanted to ask you about that in case people were wondering what the hell that was. (laughs) Well, you might not hear all of them, but there are literally at least a dozen roosters crowing right now. Another thing to look forward to in the future is that Jude and I are throwing around some ideas of some online Q&A chat room type of things about specific podcasts that people have been interested in. And if you are interested in that, it's important that you follow us on Instagram at Spirit Speakers Podcast because that's where we will be releasing any type of future classes, chat rooms, retreats, etc. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. We're hashing out the details now, but I think it'll be a fun gathering place where uh, we can dive in a little bit deeper on specific topics based on the podcast we've already released and giving you guys an opportunity to ask questions and share some of your experiences. This next coming year is going to be pretty amazing for any and all. I like that. 
it's going to be a powerful year on many different levels, I believe. Yes, the energy feels super high and super bright, and there's just this unshakable feeling that good things are coming. Yes, Jude, I agree. I definitely feel a shift happening, a shift into the better, into higher frequencies, which is going to have a profound effect on all of us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening in. We really appreciate you. Yes, thank you for listening as always. And if you'd like to know more about my offerings, you can visit my website. It's alignandshinekawaii.com. And mine is wingandether.com or pdavispsychic.com. Thanks again and take care. Aloha. Aloha.